All right. What's happening, everybody? It's Sunday Coffee Talk. I'm sitting in a wonderful IKEA chair next to my doors to head out onto my deck, pretending as if I'm sitting in the woods. I have this lovely tree in my backyard that is just about bare of all the leaves. But if I look in the right direction, I can't see anybody's houses, and it makes me feel as if I'm living in the middle of the woods, which I'd like to be someday, very soon. But if I sit in this chair and I drink my coffee, I can actually just daydream looking out this window as if I am sitting in my A-frame house in the Pocono Mountains. It's coming. I can use the woo term manifesting. I'm manifesting it into my reality. I can see it. I'm using my imaginary techniques that I've learned from Neville Goddard to bring this into my existence. And it's really just nice to sit in this chair and drink my coffee and look out the window and and try to be present. Try to be in the now, which is what we're gonna chat about. Um, Over the summer, I read this amazing book called The Illusion of Money by Kyle Cease. And if you've been listening to the Coffee Talks, I'm sure you probably heard me talk about it a lot because it really, I became slightly obsessed with it when I was reading it. And at the end of the book, he literally says, okay, now read the book over again. And I, I put the book away for a couple of months and, you know, kind of let it sink in and tried to move about my life and taking the lessons from the book and implementing them into my life. But like everything, we forget. We're silly humans. It happens. So a couple days ago, I picked the book back up and I started reading it and remembering how much I really enjoyed the book and how much good stuff is in the book. I've also re, we'll call it a reboot. I rebooted my morning practice. Um, because my evening practice has become so intense where I'm meditating for about an hour to sometimes an hour and a half, maybe two hours, I pulled back on my morning meditation and I noticed the change that happened from pulling back on doing my morning rituals. And it doesn't have to be as in long, as long as, um, It doesn't have to be as long and as intense as the evening practice. But what I found just from these last couple days of my reboot and getting back in it, it really changes the way the day flows. It really, what I like to say, what I feel one of my mantras is, it allows my day to move with grace and ease if I take time to not pick up my iPhone as soon as I wake up, to not look at Instagram as soon as I wake up, to not check my emails as soon as I wake up. And it's hard sometimes, you know, we we fall into that space where we're like, what's going on? What happened? Did anybody like my photos that I posted last night? So the last couple of days, I've not touched my phone for about an hour in the morning, I make my coffee, I do some journaling, I've been giving myself 20 minutes to read and 20 minutes to meditate. So roughly about 20 minutes of journaling, 20 minutes of meditating, 20 minutes of reading, I've been finding works really well for me. And in that journaling, 
process, I do some gratitude journaling and some future casting journaling, pretty much writing out how I envision the day going, setting intentions for the day. And I've been finding that this works really well. And I'm also going to work really hard on not letting this practice go because I think it's very important for me, for the way that I function so that I can stay present, so I can be in the present moment. And that's what I wanted to talk about from uh, Kyle's book, The Illusion of Money. So this morning as I was reading, again, didn't really know what I would talk about. And I got to chapter five. Chapter five is I love my current bank account. How many people out there can say, I love my current bank account? God bless you if you can. But what I found from this book is even if our bank account is not where we want it to be, we should still be loving our bank account. The fears that we have, instead of being afraid of them, we should actually be loving those fears. You'll have to get the book and really dive into it to understand what I'm talking about. But I wanted to read you this one part, so give me a moment while I put my readers on. And because it really jumped out at me. There's also a book by Edgar, Edgar Tull or Tully. I never know if I'm saying his name the right way called the power of now and about being in, in the now. So as I was reading chapter five of the illusion of money, I currently love my bank account. I got to this, to this spot and it really hit me. So I'm going to read it to all of you. See what you think. If you experienced a feeling of needing your bank account to be different, realize that you're cutting yourself off from everything you are right now by saying that this moment isn't okay and living in a fantasy that the future can be better than this. And let me tell you something, there is no better moment in the future. There is nothing but this moment. And it's only your level of acceptance of it that can make it feel better or worse. The future is a concept that lives in our mind like money that cuts us off from tapping into the total abundance and joy that is available right now. The idea of later is a symptom of not accepting right now. The idea of more money is a symptom of not accepting right now. The idea of a better body, a better relationship, a better mood, and so on, is all a symptom of not completely accepting right now. Can you be okay with right now? Can you be okay with how much money you currently have or don't have? Think about that. That really, really got me. Because I can say I meditate and I have this evening practice and this morning practice, but am I okay? Can I really say I'm okay with where I am? Can I embrace the now? And what I've, I've, I've learned this week, it's been a really intense week good for me, but also a lot of realizations. And sometimes these realizations just hit us. We don't know where they come from. And I think when they hit us like that, it is because of the work that we're doing. And I realized the first thing, I'm not being fully present in the now. I've been in this space of looking forward and looking at the things that are coming and what I need to do instead of just being 
present and enjoying exactly where I am and acknowledging all of the things, the good, the bad, the ugly, but being present with them. And then I read that this morning and it really hit me that I'm not, that I haven't been in that space of presence. And when you're in the space of being present, then you can truly be grateful for what you have. I realized this week that I was in this space of asking this why question and asking the why question in completely the wrong way. And going from this space of almost a why woe is me. And I realized that from looking at things in that way without doing it consciously, but this was my subconscious that would happen. I would see something that I may have helped someone with and be grateful for, for a second. And then instantly I would go to, but why not me? And I would say something else happening and instantly go to, why not me? And I wasn't doing this on purpose. I wasn't even really consciously thinking of it. That thought would just automatically pop into my head. But why not me? And I think that happens with a lot of us, right? We get into this space of we see things happening for our friends, our family, our loved ones. And instead of saying, I'm so happy that that is happening for this person, we go to this space of, but why not me? And when we go to that space of why not me, first of all, we're not being grateful for those people, for anything that's happening. We're going into a space of jealousy and into the space of why not me. And all that does is keep us in a space of why not me. So what do you keep getting? You keep getting the same of what you have because you're not being present. You're not being grateful for what you currently have. You're functioning in a space of why not me? And that hit me this week like a ton of bricks. And just like the subconscious why not me hit me, literally the next thought and thank God that it hit me this way was, whoa, dumbass. Did you just hear what you said? And I had to stop and I realized it was like, holy shit, Joe. You've been saying, why not me without even thinking that you're saying it, it has just become second nature. Why not me? Why not me? And in recognizing that, like I said, thank God that whatever it is that actually was like, Hey, you're being a dumbass. get your head out of your ass and stop saying, why not me? And start saying, I am so grateful for that. Or I am so grateful that this person is in my life. And then things could start to change. There could be a shift. I can allow myself to actually be in the present moment and be thankful for all of those things and stop thinking about the future and stop thinking about what if this and what if that and just be present, be in the now, be in this chair that's sitting by this window as I drink my coffee and look out the window and see all of these beautiful trees, see all the leaves blowing around, see a couple birds sitting on some tree branches out there. 
and literally just take a moment to be in this space, to be grateful for what I have, to be grateful for the roof that's over my head. It may not be in the exact location that I want to be in right now at this present moment, but there's no reason that I can't sit back in this chair and look out the window and stare at this beautiful tree and imagine as if I am in the middle of the woods. Because in a way, I am in the middle of the woods. Sure, there might be a house right next to me. And if I turn my head the other way, I'll see a row of houses. But looking in the direction that I am looking right now, all I see are trees. And it's absolutely beautiful. So, coffee talk this week is, can you be present? Can you fully be present? And if you're not being present, can you make it a practice to try to recognize when you fall out of the present moment? When you fall into a space of worry, can you stop yourself, take a couple breaths, and come back to the present moment? And maybe if it becomes that you have to take a couple breaths to come back to the present moment, when you come back to the present moment, look around where you are. Look around the space that you're sitting in and find three things that you're grateful for in the space that you're sitting in. Be grateful for the chair that you're sitting in, knowing that there are a lot of people on this planet that don't have a chair to sit in. And I think sometimes we forget that, that how, how abundant we really are. Our bank account might not be as big as we want it to be, but if we just look around us at how abundant we are with the things that we have, things will start to change. You'll start to be able to move from the present moment and stop worrying about the little things that really mean absolutely nothing. Things that we create as bigger problems than they actually are. So on this Sunday, I invite you all to try to be as present as you possibly can. Notice the things that are around you. Be grateful for the things that you have in this life. And make that a practice. Maybe you decide today to do a reboot of your morning and decide to not touch your phone for 45 minutes every morning. As soon as you wake up, don't grab the phone to see what did somebody put on Facebook, what's happening on Instagram, and take the moment, take that time for yourself. Journal, write down things that you're grateful for. Write down how you want your day to play out. Get a book and read the book, but give yourself time before you dive into the world of social media, before you turn on your television and the morning news. Give yourself some time to connect to your breath. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for this gift of life that we've all been given. Breathe, maybe even sit and meditate for a couple minutes brew your coffee, make your tea. And then once you're actually awake and grateful for what you have, then grab your phone. But give yourself that time in the morning to just be with yourself before you let the outside world get to you. 
before you get annoyed at what Susie may have posted on Facebook, before you get annoyed that that picture you posted last night before you went to bed only got two likes, because none of that stuff matters. <sighs> yeah, interesting when we realize that we're not in the present moment, even though we think we might be. So I'm super thankful for that smack in the face that I got this week saying, hey, Joe, get your head out of your ass and start being grateful for the things that you have. And I'm grateful that I have a meditation practice that was able to smack me in the face that way. Thank you so much. I'm grateful for each and every single one of you. I'm grateful for this life. I have a lot of fun things happening, a lot of things that I'm working on. I'm currently developing a 12-week transformational coaching program called Finding the Light Within. And it's more than just coaching. We are going to be doing meditations. We're going to be developing a morning practice and the evening practice. We're going to be utilizing Kundalini meditations. We're going to be utilizing breath work. We're going to be utilizing mantra. We're going to be doing all the things that will actually make you start looking at yourself in a new way. It's going to be life-changing. I promise you it's going to be life-changing. You will never be the same if you choose to be part of this 12-week ride with me. I'm excited about it. If you're interested, send me a message. I will give you some information about it. The first 12 weeks are only going to be open for six people. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be all fairy tales and butterflies. We're going to do hard work. We're going to dive deep. And you are going to come out of this 12-week program a new person loving life connected to that infinite creative being that you are so if that interests you if i just spiked a little bit of i don't even know the word i'm looking for if that interests you send me a message and we'll set up a time and i will tell you about it i'm also doing a two-hour kundalini workshop at yoga brain in east falls on december 13th called the heart is a magnet where we will be doing a bunch of heart openers heart meditations connecting to elevated states of emotion so we can allow that heart to start pulling into us everything that we absolutely need on December 21st, I'm doing a photo jam at the Philadelphia Yoga Exchange. You can get all the information for that on the Philadelphia Yoga Exchange's website. It's $75. It's four hours of photography and fun with yoga and fitness people. It's also a great way just to hang out with other yoga and fitness people in the industry. It's like a business mixer, if you will, where we all get a lot of amazing photos. So check that out on the Philadelphia Yoga Exchange's website. You can register for the... December 13th workshop at Yoga Brain at the Yoga Brain website. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends. Please like and subscribe. Tweet it out. Put it in your IG story. Help me get the word out about this podcast. I would really appreciate it. And this Thursday, I am so excited for the episode that is coming out with Kayleen Callum from Golden Buddha Yoga. We are talking about her amazing life and it is inspiring 
So be on the lookout for that. Thank you for being here. I am grateful for all of you. I am thankful for all of you. I absolutely love, I love this coffee talk. I love this podcast. I love each and every single one of you that listens. It really brings a lot of joy and happiness into my life. I hope it brings some joy and happiness into your life. Now get out there and have the best day ever. <laughs>